Hello, this is the day the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad. Today is October the 9th, day 282 out of the year, and we are reading from Acts chapter 2, verse 41, to chapter 3, verse 11. Let's begin with a reading from the Bible. Those who believed what Peter said were baptised and added to the church that day, about 3,000 in all. The believers form a community. All the believers devoted devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching and to fellowship and to sharing in meals, including the Lord's Supper, and to prayer. A deep sense of awe came over them all, and the apostles performed many miraculous signs and wonders. And all the believers met together in one place and shared everything they had. They sold their property and possessions and shared the money with those in need. They worshipped together at the temple each day, met in homes for the Lord's Supper and shared their meals with great joy and generosity, all the while praising God and enjoying the goodwill of all the people. And each day the Lord added to their fellowship those who were being saved. Peter heals a crippled beggar. Peter and John went to the temple one afternoon to take part in the three o'clock prayer service. As they approached the temple, a man lame from birth was being carried in. Each day he was put beside the temple gate, the one called the beautiful gate, so he could beg from the people going into the temple. When he saw Peter and John about to enter, he asked them for some money. Peter and John looked at him intently, and Peter said, Look at us. The lame man looked at them, eagerly expecting some money. But Peter said, I don't have any silver or gold for you, but I'll give you what I have. In the name of Jesus Christ the Nazarene, get up and walk. Then Peter took the lame man by the right hand and helped him up, and as he did, the man's feet and ankles were instantly healed and strengthened. He jumped up, stood on his feet and began to walk. Then, walking, leaping and praising God, he went into the temple with them. All the people saw him walking and heard him praising God. When they realised he was the lame beggar they had seen so often at the beautiful gate, they were absolutely astounded. They all rushed out in amazement to Solomon's colonnade, where the man was holding tightly to Peter and John. This is the word of the Lord. Here ends the first reading. Now let's turn to the New Living Translation. About 3,000 people became new believers when Peter preached the good news about Christ. These new Christians were united with the other believers, taught by the apostles and included in the prayer meetings and fellowship. New believers in Christ need to be in groups where they can learn God's word, pray and mature in the faith. If you have just begun a relationship with Christ, seek out other believers for fellowship, prayer and teaching. This is the way to grow. Recognising the other believers as brothers and sisters in the family of God, the Christians in Jerusalem shared all they had so that all could benefit from God's gifts. It is tempting, especially if we have material wealth, to cut ourselves off from one another. 
concerning ourselves with only our interests and enjoying only our own little piece of the world. But as part of God's spiritual family, it is our responsibility to help one another in every way possible. God's family works best when its members work together. A common misconception about the first Christians, who were Jews, was that they rejected the Jewish religion. But these believers saw Jesus' message and resurrection as the fulfilment of everything they knew and believed from the Old Testament. The Jewish believers at first did not separate themselves from the rest of the Jewish community. They still went to the temple and synagogues for worship and instruction in the scriptures. But their belief in Jesus created great friction with Jews who didn't believe that Jesus was the Messiah. Thus, believing Jews were forced to meet in private homes for communion, prayer and teaching about Christ. By the end of the first century, many of these Jewish believers were excommunicated from their synagogues. A healthy Christian community attracts people to Christ. The Jerusalem church's zeal for worship and brotherly love was contagious. A healthy, loving church will grow in numbers. What are you doing to make your church the kind of place that will attract others to Christ? The Jews observed three times of prayer, morning, 9am, afternoon, 3pm and evening, sunset. At these times, devout Jews and Gentiles who believed in God often would go to the temple to pray. Peter and John were going to the temple for the afternoon prayer service. The beautiful gate was an entrance to the temple, not to the city. It was one of the favoured entrances and many people passed through it on their way to worship. Giving money to beggars was considered praiseworthy in the Jewish religion. So the beggar wisely placed himself where he would be seen by most people who were on their way to worship at the temple. The lame man asked for money, but Peter gave him something much better, the use of his legs. We often ask God to solve a small problem, but he wants to give us a whole new life and help for all your problems. He may say, I've got something even better for you. You may ask God for what you want, but don't be surprised when he gives you what you really need. In the name of Jesus Christ means by the authority of Jesus Christ, the apostles were doing this healing through the Holy Spirit's power, not their own. In his excitement, the formerly lame man began to jump and walk around. He also praised God. Then others were awed by God's power. Don't forget to thank people who help you, but also remember to praise God for his care and protection. Solomon's colonnade was part of the temple complex built by King Herod the Great in an attempt to strengthen his relationship with the Jews. A colonnade is an entrance or porch supported by columns. Jesus taught and performed miracles in the temple many times. When the apostles went to the temple, they were undoubtedly in close proximity to the same religious leaders who had conspired to put Jesus to death. Peter had an audience and he capitalised on the opportunity to share Jesus Christ. He clearly presented his message by telling, one, who Jesus was, two, how the Jews had rejected him, three, why their rejection was fatal, and four, what they needed to do to change the situation. Peter told the crowd that they still had a choice. God still offered them the opportunity to believe and receive Jesus as their Messiah and as the Lord. Displays of God's mercy and grace, such as the healing of this lame man, often create teachable moments. 
Pray to have courage like Peter to see these opportunities and to use them to speak up for Christ. Here ends the second reading. Let us pray. Lord, we want to start by saying and acknowledging how awe-inspiring and vast your insight, knowledge, wisdom, understanding, intelligence truly is. Lord, we know that by the power of the Holy Spirit and through courage that has been gifted to us, by way of understanding the word that has been made flesh through Jesus Christ our Lord, we know that we can accomplish all things in your name. Lord, we understand here that we don't always get what we want, like the beggar who was looking for a few silver or gold coins, but we always get what we need. Lord, we know that sometimes you've got bigger plans for our lives. And while with our limited mind, we can have small and narrow outcomes as our focus, Lord, you can see the bigger picture. You are the true farmer, the person that grows the seeds, the person that puts fruit on the trees, the person that gives birth to life and ideas. Lord, we know that when we commit and trust in you, that we receive things that are much, much bigger, much better than the ideas and narrow-minded thoughts that we ourselves think we're reaching for. Lord, we know that we humans are limited in comparison to your glory, to your stature, to your immensity. So Lord, give us courage this day to go forward in trust and faith, preparing ourselves for the road ahead, but also understanding that if anything is going to be ours, then it's going to be given by you, Lord. Help us to remove the anxiety from our lives about thinking that we're in control of everything. We are not. And today we put our faith and trust in you. In Jesus' name, amen.